and welcome to episode number 12 of the ACP. I am your host, the one and only Andy Bermudez. I hope each and every one of you who is listening, I hope you're doing good. Am I doing good? Yeah. Um, for anybody who really gives a fuck, uh, I'm good, but I'm also devastated. Why are you devastated, Andy? Um, because, dude, Jenny Slate is not going to be voice acting as Missy in the show Big Mouth. And for all of you who haven't seen Big Mouth on Netflix, you need to get on it. But I got to also warn you, if you're sensitive, which I hope you're not because you're listening to me, I don't fuck with sensitive people. So I'm pretty sure anybody who has came this far in all my episodes, I don't think they would have stuck around for that long if they were really sensitive. Because, dude, I feel like sensitive people don't like funny. They just hate funny. They don't fuck with. They're they're just pussies, dude. What can I say? So don't be a pussy. But for all you pussies that are maybe listening to this, um, don't then don't watch Big Mouth because you're gonna be you're gonna be probably crying because of how crude and raunchy it is. Which is why I love it because it doesn't hold back. It's awesome. If you haven't seen Big Mouth, I highly recommend it if you're not a pussy. But anywho, great show. One of my favorite characters, Missy, which Janie Slate, you know, voice acts. And as much as I can get behind why she quit her role, I'm still going to miss the fact that she's not going to be voice acting Missy anymore. And for all of you who are listening, who have seen the show, you know that Jenny Slate brings it like she brings her a game on when it comes to like voice acting Missy. So you understand where I'm coming from. Like, damn, son, this is. Oh, man. But at the same time, I can't hate because, you know, she believes that black characters should be voice acted by black people. And I'm I'm all behind that. I actually agree. And why do I agree? I agree because it gives more opportunities for black people in Hollywood, which is always you know, a thumbs up. I definitely support that. And, you know, there's a level of authenticity when a character in a show is voice acted by somebody of the same, you know, skin color, somebody who is like, how would I feel if there was a, a like a Hispanic character in a TV show and a white person was playing it? Would I really trip? Mm. I wouldn't really trip, but I would want somebody who is Hispanic to play that Hispanic role because like who else can do it better? Right. And don't get me wrong. Um, 
I mean, look at Jenny Slate. She's not black, but she does a hell of a job voice acting Missy. So I'm not really hating on the fact that somebody from a different, like somebody who has a different color is voice acting a character of color. It's just that as great of a job they can do, it still feels nice to know, hey, somebody who is actually black is voice acting a character that is black. Like, what? what's a great example? I know I'm not too sure who voice acts, who voice acts the, the maid in Family Guy. You know, the one she's like, no, no. You, you, you guys know exactly. I forgot her name, man. I forgot her name. She's basically the maid. And she's always like, no, no. She's always saying no. But it, it, I don't know who voice acts that. But as a role that like small where they only say like, no, I'm not really tripping if it's somebody Hispanic behind that. Like if it's a white person saying that, a white actor or, you know, whoever, I'm not tripping because it's one word. But if it's maybe like if it's a character in a show that is like pretty much like on it a lot and says more than just one word, then I'm like, yeah, man, you know, authentic authenticity would be nice. It'd be cool to have somebody who's actually the same color as the character voice acting. Uh, but to further read, alrighty. Well, on her Instagram post, it says, well, she put, I have come to the decision today that I can no longer play the character of Missy on the animated TV show Big Mouth. At the start of the show, I reasoned with myself that it was permissible for me to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white, as am I. But Missy is also black. And black characters on an animated show should be played by black people. I acknowledge how my original reasoning was flawed, that it ex existed as an example of white privilege and unjust allowances. God, oh God, Andy, please do not fuck up. You're doing such a good job reading. Made within a system of societal white supremacy and that in me playing Missy, I was engaging in an act of erasure. I probably said that word wrong, most likely of black people. Ending my portrayal of Missy is one step in a lifelong process of uncovering the racism in my actions. As I look back on the nature and the emergence of my own voice in comedy. Oh yeah, by the way, people, she's a comedian. I know that I have made mistakes along the way. I can't change the past, but I can take accountably for my choices. I will continue to engage in meaningful anti-racist action to be thoughtful about the messages in my work, to be curious and open to feedback and to do my best to take responsibility for the ways that I am a part of the problem. Most importantly, though, to anyone that I've hurt, I am so very sorry. Black voices must be heard. Black Lives Matter. 
Yeah, man. I actually forgot she was... Um, well, I didn't forget, but I forgot to mention that she's a comedian. You guys should definitely check her stuff out. She's actually pretty funny. She's, and, you know, uh, credit where credit is due. But, yeah, dude, I just... I can't hate... You know, I, I know some... You know, people are going to comment and be like, well, you know, if this whole thing didn't happen, she will still be playing that character. Um, yeah, she would. You know, if if nothing was going on in the world, she she would have most likely still played the role. But I still can't hate on the fact, though, that, you know, it's not for a bad reason that she's like quitting the role as much as I'm going to miss her voice acting that character I can't really I can't really be mad at that I can't who knows you know maybe they can get a black actress who who can voice act Missy the same way but who's actually black but in order for that to happen you gotta you gotta get a great black impersonator dude like some a, a woman who can really I mean, unless they just take out the Missy character. But fuck, I don't know how that's going to play out. It sucks when TV shows, you know, they get rid of a very beloved character. They just say some shit like, oh, they moved to another, like, so-and-so. Like, that character moved to another city. Oh, it's going to suck. But overall, I can't get too mad at, at, the, at the reason why she quitted. Anywho, uh, on to the next topic, birds. I was outside. I saw a bunch of bird shit everywhere. And I thought to myself, damn, why do people even feed these things? Look, I understand. You know, I love nature. I love nature. Birds are cool. I, I, I don't totally have hatred for birds. But God damn it. They poop everywhere. Dude, I'm like, like, look, it's, it is, how can I put this? Since, look, there's people that, uh, you know, that they shoot birds with BB guns and stuff like that, right? And when I was younger, I was like, mommy, why are they shooting the birds with with BB gun, right? Or like, why? Like, as a kid, I was, I was confused at the fact that somebody would hurt a bird because you know birds mind their own business, even though they shit everywhere, right? They mind their own bit. They, they mind their own business. So, of course, you know, I say that. You know, I said that when I was younger. I used to always ponder with that thought, but as I've gotten older. I completely understand why somebody would go to Big Five or Walmart and get a BB gun and start aiming at these fucking things. Oh, dude, somebody who's in love with birds are like, oh, no, why do you say that? Because when you have something like if, dude, when you clean your car and as soon as you're done cleaning your car or like you park your nice ass car outside, Right. And a bird shits all over your car. How are you supposed to take that lightly? If I'm, if I took 
a lot of time to clean my car, even though most people just go through a car wash or whatever, right? But if I'm just doing it with my own bare hands, and the next thing you know, when my back is turned, all I hear is a skadoosh and a fucking pit, a bird just shitting all over the, all over the windshield that I just cleaned. How am I supposed to be like, how am I supposed to be proactive at that moment? And you hear stories all the time, dude, that people get shitted on, like people, birds poop on them. I don't look, there's, there's people, of course, there's sick, you know, of course, you know, there's a lot of those, there's people that literally, you know, they like to get shitted on. We've discussed, we've discussed this before, but you know, um, I think that's, that's a small population of people that like to have things poop on them. If you're like me, who doesn't like birds or humans to poop or pee on them, I'm pretty sure you're not going to take, you know, too kindly of a bird pooping on your hair as you're just, you know, walking to say, I don't know, get the mail. And there's, dude, and some people have correlated, you know, they've correlated birds pooping, uh, pooping on them as a sign of good luck. <sighs> what kind, it, you know, that good luck shit. What is good luck to you? It's, you mean to tell me I got to get shitted on to have and, you know, like for me, I'm I'm expecting if a bird were to poop on me, I'm expecting the bird right after he takes a shit on my hair or, you know, yeah, it's most likely if I were to have a bird shit on me, it's going to be on my head. So let's say a bird were to shit on top of my head. You mean to tell me, am I going to find $20 on the floor? right after that bird takes a dump on my hair. Am I? Because that's what I signify good luck. If it was just a good day and by me, I'm telling you, dude, when it comes to that good luck shit, I'm like, what is good luck to you? Like, seriously, did you win the lotto? Did you like good luck is really like you are having a magnificent day. Like if you had cancer, and a bird would have shit on your hair and then you were to go back and they were to tell you, oh no, the cancer is gone. Um, I don't know how, but it's just gone. That to me is good luck. But if a bird shits on you and the only good thing about your day afterwards was what you, you got, like, what's an example? Like what nobody... What, you got better tips where you work? Better, like, from you went from $2 tips to $5? I just, that good luck shit, I don't know. Like, good luck to me, like I said, it has to be, like, good luck to me is 
you think you got a girl pregnant and then as soon as that bird shits on you the bitch calls you and is like nope it's not yours or um she's like i'm not really pregnant that is great luck um shit i'll be going outside every day just waiting for a bird to poop on me like that to me is good luck let me see if i can pull anything up involving birds yeah this one is uh-huh heartwarming story about bird shit that's literally the title of this guy's like article on his blog i guess um he said birds have shit on me exactly three times since my dad died Yeesh. once in my hair when i was on my way to bereavement therapy that's a therapy but dude i told you they'll they'll be aiming at your hair once on my suitcase when i was traveling between new york and virginia and once simultaneously on me and my poet friend who lost his father two weeks ago yesterday we were sitting together in the sunshine outside dodge hall the building where we take all our classes i showed my friend a photocopy of the turtle slash frog slash spider picture because i'd just been staring into the creases in my dad's hand examining the pool water dripping from his skin realizing that i'd always looked at the three animals instead of the disembodied hand that held them aloft yeah that's what it said my friend showed me a photo of his family which he keeps in his wallet in this way we were introduced to each other's dads then i heard a sound like my friend had been hit by a falling acorn his shoulder had been massively bird bombed while i tried to clean the poop off his red shirt i realized that some of it had splattered onto my photocopy man that's yeah bro it's mm. put the picture right in my head reading that wow this led to a discussion about the cosmic meaning of rogue bird shit. Some people say it's good luck, which it's obviously not. See, even this fucking guy doesn't believe that it's good luck because you have just been shat upon. But one thing bird poop makes you do is stop what you're doing and look up for a good second. So my friend and I, we both stopped being tearful and we looked up at the clear blue sky and we laugh to think that birds, bowels, might have a direct line to heaven. Maybe our dads wanted to send us a more palatable sign that all is well in the afterlife, but the only material that can navigate between earth and the spiritual realm is bird shit. Maybe our dead loved ones have to debate every day whether they're going to remain invisible or shower us in crap. These are all big maybes, but you can't den you cannot deny that bird shit creates a moment and our lives are made up of moments and there's a lot of shit in our lives. Not all of it dive bombing us. Thank God, but omnipresent nonetheless. My husband thinks it's weird that my therapist was the one who first suggested me that bird poop might carry a message. I was complaining to her about the f slimy shit in my hair 
and she said, didn't your dad love birds? Yes, he did, and so do I. That's an interesting one. Um, well, wow, because my grandma's up there in age, as, as much as I love my grandmother, um, nobody lasts forever. So I'm gonna tell her when I, when I see my, dude, the next time I see my grandma, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell her that when she dies to visit me or to just, damn, it's gonna be hard to tell my grandma. How, how am I gonna explain this? Basically people for, you know, most of you who are listening to this right now, confused at what I'm trying to say is my grandma's up there in age she's gonna die any day now so i'm gonna tell her that the best way for her to send me a message is to become a bird and shit on my hair so i can know that everything is all right with her she might do it i think my grandma would do that this really ins why look people i just gave you an idea on what to tell um future family members when they die how to contact you you welcome damn what a beautiful damn literally heart it is a heartwarming story about bird shit yeah i gotta give it that that was pretty heartwarming put a smile to my face anyways moving on to the next topic uh which is is it bad to discover dead artists music right after they pass um, I don't know if I went too much into this topic. Hmm. Did I, you know, I always talk, yeah, I always talk, you know, I love music. I love music. Who doesn't? Even serial killers love music. Uh, but I don't think at all, dude. I really do not think that just because you get into an artist's music after they pass away, that you're a fake fan or whatever, because you know, how many people got into the Beatles, even though regardless, even though the Beatles is awesome, how many people actually got into the Beatles when they were alive? I know a lot of people did. Those guys were superstars. But I'm telling you, dude, after, you know, when you're an artist and you pass away, people just appreciate you more. Is that a bad thing? Mm, I'm pretty sure, you know, every music artist wants people to appreciate their music while they're alive. But I don't think, I don't think that anybody should be mad at the fact that somebody discovers awesomeness, you know, when unfortunately the artist passed away because you're still, it's not like you're disrespecting. You're still acknowledging how beautiful or like how like just great the music is, which even if the artist is not present, they would still appreciate you appreciating the music that they made. It's just such an ego thing, dude. And you always see the fucking dweebs on the internet that, you know, they're like, they're like, like just fucking typing and all that shit. They're like, oh, fucking fake fans. Oh, you guys weren't, you guys weren't fucking with him when he was alive and this and this and that. I knew him way before. I discovered him way before 
all of you. It's such an ego thing. I mean, who the fuck really cares, dude? Like people, when, when Pop Smoke passed away, a lot of people, a lot of people, I can only speak for myself. I've never heard of Pop Smoke when he was alive. I didn't know. And he even went to sneaker shopping. He went on that, you know, on the on that whole thing that Complex has with um, with like shopping for sneakers and stuff. He and I'm usually, you know, I'm I usually well, like back then I used to, you know, watch those heavy because I was so infatuated with um, how, you know, people view a, a certain sneaker and whatnot. But with, you know, regardless of that, even I didn't know he was on that show. I, I just didn't know anything. I didn't even know Pop Smoke existed. I didn't even know he was a rapper. I didn't know anything about Pop Smoke. But when he passed away, man, I was seeing everything he was doing on my recommended list. I had people on, in school hallways bump his shit. I had fucking, you know, there's people, you know, talking. But I've never heard once about Pop Smoke. Now, granted, would those people have fucked with them if he was still alive and somebody were to play a song? Would they would they really appreciate it? Is it fake love? That I'm not too sure. That I'm not too sure. Like Nipsey Hustle, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I I listened to two songs, right? And and then when he passed away, I, I, you know, I listened to one song and that's about it. Like, I can appreciate that Nipsey Hussle as a person was amazing. He was a fantastic person, but music, you know, musically, I don't know if his music, you know, I don't know if I can listen to a whole album of his Take it with a grain of salt, though, because I want to I want to give a full album a try, you know, but I've listened to, you know, sometimes a song pops up on like my on a playlist that I'm like listening to. And I don't really listen to it throughout the whole entire, you know, through its through its entire runtime. That's what I'm saying. It's like there are people with when when it comes to appreciating a dead artist's music there is somebody with ego who they're like for some reason they take it you know like it's it's fucking hilarious they take it as if like like many more people discovered a a specific artist before they blew up like mine's was Joyner Lucas. I listened to Joyner Lucas before, before, you know, the extreme success and everything, but not once as beautiful as it was to see his growth as an artist, seeing him go from like getting this amount of attention versus the attention he's getting now. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's, it's beautiful to see how hard work can really like if you don't quit what happens when you don't quit right it's it's awesome but 
never did I say with my chest wide out. I was here. I was here when when Jonah Lucas was at 200,000 views on YouTube. I was, you know, all, all, all of these motherfuckers are fake fans. I discovered him when when not many people were listening to him because I don't care. I don't know why people fucking care that much. I just don't. And still, dude, to this day, I haven't. I've never listened to Nirvana. Never. Somebody might want to stab me right now just by saying that. But it's the truth. I've never listened to Nirvana. It, it, and, and this might be a different discussion for another time, but there's always somebody who gets pissed off at the fact that they have like t-shirts of no fuck it i'm gonna say it right now it is uh it is absolutely preposterous i think i preposterous i think i said it right it absolutely baffles me that people have t-shirts of artists that even alive no mostly artists that have passed away they have t-shirts and they wear it of like say um like tupac dude there are people that were um like it 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 baffled my mind too there's people that literally buy t-shirts of dead rappers that they've never listened to in their life why why and you would think hey maybe it was a gift they don't want to waste this shirt but I'm a, even dude, if somebody were to give me a t-shirt of Nirvana, I wouldn't wear it unless I was actually into them because I don't want to be that dumbass that when somebody asks me, oh, what's your favorite song? And I'm like, uh, uh, um, the really sad one. Like, I don't want to be that guy. And I don't think you should be either. So if you're going to get into music, into, uh, a dead artists like catalog of music that's fine who cares but do not wear a t-shirt of an artist especially a dead artist who whose songs you don't even know you're basically you're a fake fucking fan that to me is a fake fan that is somebody who just they know people like this person's music and they're just they want to be like, oh, like me, like me. I like Nirvana too. Like, that's fucking pathetic. Ugh. Anywho, I think I got everything I wanted to get off my chest on that topic. What's the next one? Alrighty. People who hide things in their ass. Yup. I had to. I absolutely had to. Um... It's amazing. It's yes, it is amazing that people can literally hide things in their asshole. Like I, I always joke all the time that I'm scared of bugs going inside my asshole, like ants, snakes, like anything capable of getting inside without wanting to come out. It, it frights. It, it frightens me. It really does. But there's. You know, to know that I would just, 
I would hate to be in a situation where I had to stick something up my ass in order to save humanity. I was watching the interview the other day, um, the movie with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Uh, if you absolutely do not know the plot about of the interview, you just go on Netflix, put in the, the interview and watch it, go in it blindly. I'm not even going to say anything else about that film. I've always loved it. And man, go watch it if you haven't. I'm not going to say too much about it. Go in it blindly and you're going to absolutely have a great time. But anyways, there's a there's a scene in the movie, the interview. That one, of, you know, one of the characters. Has to put something inside their ass. Man, I was thinking to myself when I was, you know, rewatching it. And I even thought this when the first time this film came out, like when, when I was in like what fucking seventh grade, that it must suck hard to have to put something the size of a bottle inside your fucking rectum. Like, wow, inside your ass. I mean, I it, people. For some of you, you know, um, for all you freaks out there who like anal, um, I think you're the only one who likes or who is capable of having something inside your ass. Because, I mean, how are you gonna get it out? The only way for you to get it out is for you to push. Uh, which that in itself, dude, pushing is not, uh, I don't think that's an easy process, uh, which just describing, look, I'm going to pull up the stuff. It's 29 shocking x-ray images, erectile foreign bodies. Says lots of medics have to go to that one patient story they share when they asked by friends or family for something they never expected to hear about in the ambulance. Man, imagine calling 911. 911, what's your emergency? And it's um, like just something absolutely like I wasn't paying attention and I sat down on my TV remote and I really want to change the channel but it's inside my asshole. Can you get, can you send help as soon as you can? Like that's an awkward conversation to have with the other person on the line. Anyways, it's one like this one. This person has a coffee jar. Is this real? Oh shit, son. Is this real? It says, Somebody had an instant coffee jar in their ass. How is that even? Damn, you got to do porn. You got to do porn for you to have such a stretched out booty hole like that. You got to be Riley Reed or somebody like you got to be. Oof, you've got to be experienced. This one is a fly spray. I don't know why you would stick a, f 
I mean, I don't think anybody intentionally, you know, sticks a fly spray up their ass. And the other one, which for some reason, okay, even though I'm talking about all this, I can understand somebody having a key in their ass. Why am I more forgiving about somebody who has a key in their ass? Um, because eh, it's a key. It's pretty small. It, it's more, I feel like it's more easier. It's easier to have a key in your ass than a coffee jar. That's what I'm trying to say. A milk bottle. All you had to do was hand it to the kid. I don't know how you... How the fuck were you? A milk bottle. A deodorant. Wow, man. It it amazes me. An egg beater. Dude, somebody had an egg beater in their ass. Imagine, mom, where did the egg beater go? And then, you know... Your mom and dad are just talking to each other because they're probably getting it free. You know, they were getting their freak on in the night as you were sleeping and they were experimenting new things because they've been married with each other for so many years. They're trying to spice it up and they're like, oh, my God, Ron, the egg beater just won't come out. And, you know, he's just like, we'll make it because he does. You know, I mean, and then, you know, as soon as the fucking kid asked them in person instead of yelling out in the kitchen what happened to the egg beater they're just like oh uh it, it's probably lying around here somewhere that's the way yeah that's my imagination i can imagine somebody having that discussion in their house trying to find an egg beater and this one is a cassette tape man those are so old who has cassette tapes in their house? I wonder if I have any. Just saying that. It's so old school, dude. And that's why I need to play the new Resident Evil games. I know Resident Evil Biohazard. I think I might be tripping. I might be tripping. I don't know too much about the game. But I think in the game, there's something to do with the cassette tapes. Or I might be tripping. Damn, dude. I really need to play more video games. Damn, I'm just... Fuck, dude. When you get older, you don't play as much as you want to. Obviously, because you're out here hustling, you feel me? But the other one is candy cane. This had to be in the Chris. It had to be in the, in the. This had to be, for you to have a candy cane in your ass. It couldn't have been, in October. Like this had to have been in December. This was definitely you know during the holiday season. Maybe had a little too much to drink that night, and, yeah, that's that's just where that little thing went um a coke bottle wow i hope it's not full to have a coke bottle in your ass i th it's heavier when you have something inside the bottle so dude this is mind-blowing and these are actually x-ray images you might be thinking andy you're making this shit up i wish i was this is real life and the more i read about people having things inside their booty hole, the more my actual booty hole like tightens up. Like you ever hear something like terrifying or something or something that cringes you so bad, like so much that your actual asshole just, just like closes up. That's what I feel like minds is doing right now. Just, 
just reading this, wow. A Barbie doll? Oh, but it says that there's no head on the Barbie doll. It's just the body. Which, if I'm going to have, it says Ken could not be reached for comment. That's what it says. But if I were to have a Barbie doll inside my ass, I would want a Barbie doll. Okay, it doesn't have to be fully clothed because if you were to get an actual Barbie doll that's fully clothed up your ass, it would hurt more, I guess. Okay, what I'm trying to say is, if I'm going to have an action figure up my ass, let it be an action figure with the actual head. So when the x-ray comes out, it'll it'll look it'll look like I don't mistreat my action figures. And for you to have a Barbie, I just don't I don't understand the process in that. I just don't. One of your kids got mad at you and then you know, when they didn't when you least expected it, they just shoved their toy right up your ass which um i man i would beat the shit out of my kid if you were to shove anything any toy up my ass oh man fuck dude that's when i go to i'll be locked up uh yeah i would that's when i would literally man i would go to prison with with a toy up my ass and that can be your that could be your excuse for anybody trying to rape you in prison. Just be like, hey, man, um, even if you were to stick it in, you would feel something, you know, blocking the entry. There's a toy up there. They'll be like, what? And then all you got to do is bend. And then if they can clearly see. If they can l literally look, you know, if you were to close one eye and then have the other one open and just you would be able to notice that a childhood toy is literally in there but i doubt that would stop anybody in prison from raping you if if yeah honestly i feel like man that's a that's a different discussion for a another episode that might be the next episode uh prison Oof. but uh yeah people um i think that will do um please do not just be careful where you're sitting at i guess uh, make sure there's nothing in your way when you're sitting down because i would hate for you to be one of these poor bastards but uh yeah man i think that will do um I appreciate each and every one of you listening. Thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to rate and review me on Apple Podcasts. I have all my social links, my social accounts down in the description box, as well as how you can help with everything going on in the world right now. And yeah, man, stay tuned for the next one. Once again, thank you. And that will do. All right, guys. See you on the next one.